So this episode is sponsored by World Nomads Travel Insurance. They're our preferred insurance company. They're the guys that we use ourselves. And we reckon they just do better insurance than anyone else, especially for long-term travelers. Yeah, they're kick-ass. So if you'd like 5% off your next policy, use our link, www.travelfreedompodcast.com slash worldnomads. Easy. And our discount code. Put in WN5DP and that'll get you 5% off your next policy. This is the Travel Freedom Podcast. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. And it's time to collect your ticket to world travel and a location-independent lifestyle. Every Monday, we talk travel and money. Ultimate travel hacking tips and destination advice recorded on location. We also interview digital entrepreneurs who reveal the methods to creating a location-independent online income. So subscribe on iTunes now and discover travel freedom for yourself with the Travel Freedom Podcast. This is Money Mondays, episode 044. Some of the topics we'll cover in this episode are how to choose the right affiliates for your brand that won't offend your readers. We also talk about which travel affiliates convert well. And which affiliate networks are best for travel bloggers. Plus, plugins to save affiliate pages from Google Slaps. Oh, you don't want to get slapped. Bitch slapped. Not by Google. No. And uh, how to get your affiliate money into your bank account the easy way. Ooh, that's really helpful. Yeah, that's but good. We also have a checklist for four things that you need to get right for an affiliate to convert. That's all coming up in episode 44 of the Travel Freedom Podcast. Greetings from our kitchen in Bucharest. Yes, hello. We've had to move to the kitchen because this is where the air conditioner is and it's got rather hot in the past couple of days. It's got up to like maybe 35, 36 degrees. So some friends in Spain said it's got up to about 40 degrees there. And this everyone is Celsius in, we're talking about. Celsius, yeah. Everyone in England is. is like, it's the worst heat wave ever. It's 30 degrees. We're dying here. I think Lock everyone, away the elderly. Everyone in England should shut up because <laughs> it's freezing there all the time. As soon as it's warm, everyone complains. Shut up. The Appreciate worst the heat. heat wave in history. 30 yeah. degrees. Still are three months here, well, we're sort of a month in now, and um, we've got 500 megabit internet, as we mentioned previously, it's making us very productive. Oh, uber productive. We have been powering through our to-do list, which was getting bigger and bigger, and now it's we're actually catching up with shit, which is yeah. really satisfying. Taking that stuff off is an amazing feeling. Yeah. It's been sitting on there for so long. But I guess the biggest news, of course, is that we soft-launched our new site just a few days ago. Yeah. Backpackingforbeginners.com, and we're going to start promoting it this week. So, you know, it's out there, it's sitting on the internet. We've started to get the initial people to come and look at it. So, it is, it's happening. Yeah, it's we're starting the social media sort of advertising, like just sort of, well, not advertising, we're just throwing it out there into the social media world to see what people think about it. And then this particular one, we're actually going to look at doing some uh, other ways of promotion, which we will talk about in later episodes if they work. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> they don't work, maybe. We'll no, see. we'll forget that we ever did them, but hopefully this campaign's <laughs> going to work. We'll try that out, and there'll be a report in a few months when we've got some numbers and some results. But uh, for now, why not just pop over and check out the site? doesn't matter if you're a backpacker or, or not. You know, just go and have a look and send us some feedback. You no, know, it's but, practical travel tips. Yeah, there's lots of stuff on there that, you know, you may or may not know the stuff already, even if you've been backpacking before. It's, there's lots of useful, practical information. So backpackingforbeginners.com with the number four in the middle. And uh, yeah, send us an email, leave us a comment on Twitter, leave us a comment on the website, share some pages if there's any articles you like. Yeah. We set it up to be like a really straightforward, like the menu bar really only has three options plus like a, a start here button and a resources page, but it's just 
like this is what you do if you want to backpack for the first time you start at this point and you work through this process through all these things yeah. and once you've done that you're going to be on your trip and we wanted it to be really clean and simple and i think that's what we've achieved i yeah. like it it's not messy because some websites you open there's just too much going on it's like, like uh, our uh, personal uh. blog yeah five dollar traveler is like this crazy mishmash but a lot of people seem to love that profile and we do as well which i think is why for backpacking for beginners we're like let's do something complete opposite clean neat straight to the point yeah. Funnel them through. There's no fluff. It's like all relevant to this one process of learning to backpack for the first time and what you need to know and what you need to do. And so yeah, jump on there, backpackingforbeginners.com. Take a look. We've got some books associated with that as well. Yeah, so not only have we done the books. articles for the website, we've been writing bloody ebooks as well. Yeah. Ebooks. And there's a bunch of affiliate opportunities that are sort of all linked in with everything within that site. So we're gonna be talking about affiliates on today's show. But if you want to sort of see what we're doing with that and where we're heading with that, then yeah, have a bit more of a look around the site. Sign up to the email list, which you'll find really easily. If you can't find how to sign up to the email list once you go there, then we fucked up really badly. Let us know that. Yeah, let <laughs> us know that if you can't find the sign up. But there's a lot of sign up options. There's a lot of places advertising our sign up gift. We'll let you find out what that is, what our little sign up gift is. Something we thought would be practical and useful that also has some affiliate links in it. So not only is it something that people can use multiple times, they're actually gonna hopefully click on some stuff and buy some stuff as well. So we think that's quite a good strategy. We're gonna let you know how that works out. Indeed. Okay, so in other news, oh yeah, there's a World Nomads competition. I love the World Nomads competitions. I wish we could enter them. I don't know if we can. I don't think we no, can. No, because we technically work with them. But anyway, fantastic competitions that they do all the time. And this one is a hit the road on an all expenses paid trip with your two mates by your side. So you can go to Argentina, South Africa, or Vietnam. I would, I would choose of any those. of those. I miss Fo. I want Fo so bad. We do have a link for this. This is not an affiliate link. And I'm going to probably put the actual affiliate link on the show notes when I figure out how to make it because it's like it's a new page that they just put out. So I haven't got a link for it yet. So uh, if you do want to go there, worldnomads.com slash competitions slash great dash escapes. If you want to help us out and are planning on buying insurance in the next 30 days, then do actually go on to our show notes, which is travelfreedompodcast.com slash 044 and actually use the link on there for this competition because and that's what help us buy wine. We will be food. explaining how these affiliate links actually work in this episode. That's what this episode is about. But essentially, if you go direct to World Nomads without going through one of our links, then they basically get that it's like you went there before you came through us, so we will never get money out of them for 30 days. It's complicated. We're gonna explain, We're gonna explain, it, explain it. So anyway, that competition's closing in three weeks. So go and sign up for the competition, see if you can win. I don't know if you get travel insurance for free if you win. I think you do. I think they yeah, always include do. that. Yeah, yeah so with the World cool. Nomads ones. All right. So other news. Uh, we're launching other new sites. We are. In fact, we're <laughs> launching a site for this podcast. Yeah. So if you've been onto our show notes, you've probably seen the Travel Freedom Podcast is sort of linked with $5 Traveler and it's all got a little mishmashed and a little messy, messy. And it, it's a bit confusing. So we are actually separating the kids. We're giving them their own bedrooms because you know they're growing up and they need their their privacy now yeah plus we've got an actual proper podcast theme so mm. instead of just having stuff randomly slapped into a five dollar traveler 
theme. We've actually got a proper podcast one where oh, it's it'll be so pretty. It, it's already starting to shape up. I'm in the middle of working on it. We're hoping that is going to be finished by next Monday. We should be able to announce that, and Woo-hoo! all the show notes will be moved across to theirs. So all the old episodes will be on there. All the resources will be on there. It'll be much easier to actually go through and find old information. Anything else? If you listen to past episodes, you'll get that information really easily. Oh, I'm so excited! So it's going to be pretty. pretty cool. Yeah. So. That's the news. The news the we didn't news. do a jingle today. Jingle. Exit jingle. Exit jingle news news. Thanks for joining us on the news. End of news. That's good. So uh, today we don't have a guest. This is a bit of a fuck up on our part and a long story, which I'm not going to share right now. But um, we've come to just a couple of days before we have to publish and we haven't managed to get a guest no, on this week. No, a couple of people uh, just couldn't make it. And so that's okay. So you get us. Yes, because we're going to talk about affiliate marketing Marketing, marketing. We're going to talk about <laughs> affiliate marketing because uh, we obviously we're dabbling a lot in affiliate marketing and we've been training and studying and of course now we're getting results in that and have been in the last six months. Yeah. So we want to share some of the, the real core foundation of the affiliate marketing thing that yeah. will help anyone out who's not already making money at affiliate marketing. This is the episode that's going to help you out. It's going to get you on the road to doing that. So some of you might already know a little bit about affiliate marketing, but we're just going to sort of breeze over the beginnings and the basics of it just for those who don't, because there are, we do meet people all the time who just don't really get affiliate marketing or how it works or why it works or, you know, what what it's about. So this is what we're going to do. And today I would be the interviewer. Yes. We want to keep this like a regular travel Monday. We don't just want it to be a lecture from us. No. So we're going to treat it like a real interview. Meg will be interviewing me today. Yeah. So today we'd like to welcome to the show, Tom Williams. Tomo. Tomo J. Williams. Welcome to the show. From the Travel Freedom Podcast. Travel Freedom Podcast, also known from backpackingforbeginners.com. Well, wink, wink. $5dollartraveler.com. <laughs> Look at you and your empire. The welcome. New- welcome. Travelfreedomnetwork.com. Welcome to our show today. How have you been? All right. Yeah, I've just been doing this introduction thing for this other podcast. No way. Yeah, Travel Freedom something. Podcasting is the way of the future. Everybody's doing podcasts these days. Yes. So, okay, let's get into the questions. Most people listening will probably know a little bit about affiliate marketing, but can you just introduce it quickly for everyone? So, essentially, you get links on your site or in your email list for companies and products. And when people click those links and go to that site, you make a small commission, either based on them buying something or based on just the click. So you're getting money for just the click. That's like PPC, like pay-per-click advertising and affiliate marketing. And the sort of affiliate marketing that we're really focusing on is the ones where people buy something. So I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that later, but that's, that's sort of the foundation of it. If someone buys something, you get some money back. Yeah. So we often run into bloggers on the road who think that affiliate sales, it kind of brings down your credibility. It, it makes your website look a bit shammy. Because we've all seen those really shit, like like used yeah. car sales pages that are just horrible clickbait. So how can anyone trust your recommendations when you're making money from them? And is affiliate marketing a dirty word? It's not a dirty word. Like most of the travel bloggers who are making money from actually using their blog rather than making money on the side and having their blog as a portfolio, which is of course another option. A lot of people are doing affiliate marketing. They may not be doing it really in your face like those used car salesman type people, but they are definitely implementing it. If you look at a site like Nomadic Matt, he is making a lot of money from affiliate sales. And we know that people have different opinions on Nomadic Matt. I'm not going to get into that debate, but he has definitely been very smart about how he set up his site. He's making a lot of money. 
So is he undermining his credibility? Well, I don't think the affiliates are what are undermining his credibility. His site is really there to help people who are quite early on in their, their travel career. So he is definitely not undermining what his site's about. It's about the brand alignment. His site aligns well with the sort of affiliate products that he's recommending. So he's got some stuff on there. Uh, well, he does World Nomads Insurance as well. He does Intrepid Travel. Mm-hmm. These are a few really big companies that are they have high-selling products. Yeah. So it's good things to recommend. And the people who go on his site obviously are going to have an interest in that. Yeah, so he's not just going off and selling like what's something completely non-related. Jeez. Like yogurt makers. Yeah, he's not trying to sell uh, household goods. Smoothies, toasters. For travelers. Yeah. No, that's not what he's focusing on. I mean, look, referrals have been around in business for hundreds and hundreds of years. Even now, when we go to a new country and we try to find an apartment, someone wants some money for finding the apartment for us, right? They go, this person's got an apartment. Oh, now you need to pay me. You know, it's like... It's just commission. It's commission for recommending something worthwhile. And it's really down to your readers, as long as you're not lying to them. If you're like writing a load of crap, just making up shit to try and get someone to click a link, then that makes you an asshole. No, because this is one of the important things we've said from the very beginning of this podcast is that you have to really stick to your morals and you don't promote stuff that you wouldn't use yourself. And so it's just the simple fact that you work out that authority and so people are happy to buy stuff from you because they appreciate previous information that you've given them that's been good and worthwhile. Yeah, exactly. And if you recommend something that's good... I mean, that's why we recommend World Nomads, because it's actually the best insurance, and we've had used other insurance, and we've looked through the different ways they work, and of course, Meg works as a travel agent, so she's dealt with almost every insurance company that was available in Australia, yeah. and you know, after quite a few years of using different insurance companies, we've sort of gone, actually, World Nomads is the best. That's the most appropriate one for the sort of travel that we do and the sort of travel that we recommend, like independent travel and long-term travel and stuff. Yeah. It's the best and one. And we should probably mention that we reached out to them and said, we feel that your brand is perfect for us and we want to work with you guys. It wasn't the other way around where they're like, hey, we'll throw you some money if you just happen to mention our, no, our company. No, it just it made sense for us. Yeah. We wanted to work with them. And we do. And we love it. Okay. Let's keep moving along. So how do we choose affiliates for our brand? Well, okay. Now, number one. We made a pretty big mistake when we started out. And I know this happens to everybody. We, you know, we went through our time of making massive mistakes. But, you know, we... we, we, Oh, oh my God. Oh, boy, did we? Oh, yes. Well, you know, two and a half years in, obviously, uh, we're not millionaires yet. So we must have made a few mistakes at the start. Mm -hmm. But essentially, we started an independent budget travel blog. That's $5 Traveler. You guys have probably seen it already. And if you listen to a business coach, right, let's put it like this, they'll tell you that you should do what you know. That's like the number one thing. But actually the doing what you know, which was budget travel, we were good at it. We knew we were going on a a budget backpacking trip. Like just simply doing what you know and doing it well does not mean you're going to make any money at all. There's two other essential elements. We talk about this in our five steps to kickstarting a dream lifestyle book. This is really, really straightforward stuff, but it's really important. And we missed it. We missed it when we started out. And a lot of people that we meet who are starting out now, we look at their stuff and go, shit, you missed this as well. And you need to work on that. It just happens to people when they start out. But look, it's not just about do what you know, also about do what you're good at. And most importantly, do what people will pay you money for. So budget travel blogs about independent travel, we're going to provide a lot of information that saves people a lot of money, but people aren't going to pay us for it because they're budget travelers. They don't want to pay money for information. Budget travelers don't want to pay money for information. That happened to us when we were looking at other budget travel blogs before we started ours. We weren't out there going, let's spend $50 on this book about how to travel the world. Those products don't exist. All the products in that niche are really, really cheap. 
So we ended up being like, well, shit, the only stuff that really aligns with $5 Traveler is Amazon, because there's a whole bunch of things on Amazon that you can buy to go travel with. You always need shit. But that stuff costs like 10 bucks. Apart from backpacks and shoes, almost everything else that we take in our backpack is like this item that costs $10, this item that costs $10. So, you know, if you're getting like 60 cents per sale and you're putting a lot of work in to get anyone to click on those links in the first place, yeah, you know, you see, Amazon can work really well. We'll talk about that a bit later on, I think. But um, also, you got to think, if you're selling $10 products rather than $200 products on Amazon, then you're not going to be making money as quickly. It's not as efficient. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to get back to the point, how do you choose affiliates for your brand? Well, actually, what we're trying to do now is develop brands that are more appropriate for the affiliates. We're flipping it on its head, and we're choosing affiliates first and like affiliates that are relevant to us as human beings, like we don't just choose things we think. Yeah, shit. I mean, you know, we're not writing about exotic goldfish. Yeah, and we're not writing about yeah. day trading and going, oh, uh, there's lots of day trading things. Boring. Oh, you can sign up to day trading and then they'll pay you like a thousand dollars if you get someone to buy some shares. Like, Good for we're not, yeah, like if people are into trading, sure, go for it, but we're not interested in that at all. So, yeah, we've just gone through all of the travel affiliate stuff and gone, what actually is available? What products are available that are actually really good that can bring genuine value to the people that we're offering them to? And how can we put a site together that will use those in a way that actually people will start buying that stuff? Because like on $5 Traveler, if we put out some tour company, some professional tour company on that, people would be like, but you guys are sort of independent and you stay in Airbnb a lot and all this sort of stuff. So why are you recommending like a $5,000 tour with a company? Yeah, or a really $300 all-inclusive resort stay. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. we would never do that. So. Yeah, so it actually seems better that we look at, I mean, we've both worked in travel and we've both traveled a lot. So we're looking at stuff that's actually good and how to build a brand around that. And Backpacking for Beginners is one of the new brands that we're coming out with. That's the one that's being released this week, just come out, that we were talking about earlier. So, you know, is that going to be a brand that has lots of affiliates? Yes, it is. We've got loads and loads and loads of different affiliates and they're all really, really hyper relevant, like super, super relevant. I don't even know if hyper relevant's a word. They're super it relevant. <laughs> it is now. They're super relevant to what we're doing. So it actually makes a lot of sense. So yeah, that's it. I think to put a long story short, you've got to figure out how your brand works with what's available. You can't just go, this is my brand and I'm going to find stuff for it. You've got to, yeah. you've got to compromise somehow. You might have to adjust your brand. Yeah, you got to think about that stuff because, I mean, just off topic a little bit, like with like Google ads, you do notice that people like you'll be reading a travel article and then suddenly smack bang right in the middle will be some Google ad for, I don't something. For Forex. Yeah. Like, Day trading again, it's everywhere. Completely irrelevant stuff. And it just, I, it puts me off completely. I don't know about other people, but that puts me off. Okay. Anyway, that's like two cents. Yeah, two cents. Okay. That's about 20 cents. It's about 20 cents worth. Yeah. Okay, so if you're already set on a personal brand, you've already got that going, how is it that you will seek out the right affiliates for that brand you've already created? Yeah, so as I said just now, you might have to adjust things a little bit. You might have to think about rebranding, but you might not have to completely rebrand. Yeah, there's, there's different options. But just think about your core values. That's really what it is. I think we've said this in previous episode. What is important to you? What do you think is important to your audience? What would be useful to your audience? And go out there and do a search. And I'm going to have some recommendations for you later on. But yeah, it's all about brand alignment. Just stick with that concept and you will eventually find some good stuff. And I think we should also mention that most companies today do have some sort of affiliate program set up in one way or another. So... 
you might as well take advantage of it because if you're going to be, if you stayed at some hotel and you're going to be writing about it, you might as well put in a link that's going to, you know, make you a bit of cash on the side because people want to book that because you told them that it's a great place to stay. So if they click your link, go through and book it, then you get a little bit of a kickback for recommending it. It's just, it's like being a travel agent. I tell you, that's all travel agents are. We all work on commission and you get kickbacks for booking hotels, for booking tours, for booking cruises. Oh boy, did I get some kickbacks for booking cruises. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, as we were saying about the dirty word thing with affiliate marketing before, it's like, you gotta make a living, right? If we didn't make a living off our blog, then we wouldn't be able to travel, which means we wouldn't be able to bring these experiences and this information to a wider audience because we wouldn't have that experience to share. Yeah. It's as simple as that. You've got to make a living. It's just some people have a, a different opinion on whether this is a way to make a living. Well, I think it is. Nah, if you don't, nah, I think it's an option. That. Like we've said many times, it's an option. Like you've got to have so many different hats if you want to be a blogger. So it's like, different revenue streams. This is one revenue stream that we choose. We also yeah. have freelancing. You've got to have quite a few. And this is like, this is not the ultimate. This is not the be like, you're not going to make all your money through affiliate sales, but it's a very good option to have. Yeah. I'd rather have my own TV show presenting travel, but you know, not everyone That's gets that dream. option. That's the dream. One day we'll have our own TV show, babe. That is not like the only, like, that's not something I'm necessarily going to get, but you never know. Yes, we, we try. Yes, we try. Well, we try dreams. Anyway, <laughs> dreams. Let's talk about affiliates in terms of travel blogging. So there's millions of different travel affiliates, and obviously the best one is really going to be the one that converts best for you. As we said before, it's what's relevant to your audience. But in terms of maybe some ideas, you've got things like Booking.com, you've got Agoda, Hostel World, Hostel Bookers. They're sort of if people book some accommodation after clicking on your link, you get a small percentage of that. So that can work out quite well if they book like $300 worth of accommodation. But if they book one room for one night, you're going to get like 50 cents. But you know, those 50 cents can add up. But what you really want to be looking at when you get into this is a thing called EPC, which is basically earnings per click. Unlike the per click costs where you're clicking one link and getting 20 cents, the earnings per click is this metric that's used to indicate like an average earning that's generated as a result of 100 clicks on a single ad. So for every 100 clicks, you will make this amount of money. So for example, if your EPC was $10 and you got 100 clicks, that means you're going to make 10 cents per click. So at that point, you just got to say, well, how many people are actually going to click on this ad? Is it going to be something that's really hidden on an article that doesn't do very well? Or have you got a really well SEOed article on your site already that you can put this link into that will actually be relevant content so people will want to click on it? So if you're writing some article about cheese and then you've suddenly got a hostel bookers ad in the middle as we were saying before it's not going to work no, it's, it's not going to fit in the text either so i mean you don't have to have picture ads obviously you can have text links which normally work really well if they're in the flow of the actual conversation of the piece then it's not going to look weird for it to be there but it does have to be appropriate so for example on some of our more recent articles we've got food fun adventure in different destinations it's a destination article you go through that article and at the bottom of the article is some information about accommodation for that destination. It makes sense if people want to go to a destination that they're probably going to want to stay somewhere. So we talk about where we stayed and there's probably going to be some sort of hostel bookers link or booking.com link at the bottom. Yeah. So, yeah. One of those. Yeah. We'll throw that in there because, you know, we might as well get a little something, something back. Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah. yeah Why not? Because we're telling people where we stayed. We might as well get a small commission off that anyway. We're going to tell them anyway. So, yeah, that's it. You look at this EPC thing, it's going to be an average based on other users' experiences. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to make $10 for every 100 clicks. You might make nothing. 
it does happen, or you might make way over. I mean, that's why it's an average, right? So, yeah, this is something where if you look at that first and you see this person's got a terribly low EPC, if they're making, if you're making like two cents a click, you got to think to yourself, this program is not converting very well. This is probably not the one to be in. Whereas if, yeah, if you're making like eight to forty dollars for a hundred clicks, then you're going, okay. This is something that's probably worth considering. It's something that's converting. But yeah, still, it depends on your audience. Absolutely. So what are some of the main ways that you would sign up for these different programs? All right. So yeah, some companies have in-house programs. And when we were sort of starting out doing this, we signed up for a whole bunch of random stuff all over the place because we're like, oh, this company is relevant to us. So we'll sign up with that. And now we've realized, now that we're signed up to like a hundred different affiliate programs. We can't even we remember which ones we signed up to. We, we may have made money in some of these programs and we don't even know what things we signed up to. Because <laughs> some of the stuff was like six months ago, eight Rookie months ago. Mistake. We weren't keeping track of what we were using. Now we are. We were keeping very clear track of exactly which affiliate links we have for which things. They're all stored in Evernote, so we've both got easy access to them. It uh, makes it really simple. So what I would suggest, having sort of made a bit of a pig's ear of this from the start, uh, and now sort of eventually tidying it up, is if you want to get into this straight off, you want to sign up with affiliate networks rather than too many direct affiliate programs. So an affiliate network is like a massive conglomeration of different companies that have all put their affiliate information into one network. Your payment will come from that one network. Every single thing you make from like 12 different affiliates, it all comes together into one network. It means you're more likely to get a payout sooner than if you're working with one company and maybe only making like $30 a month. You might have to wait months before you meet a threshold. So the top three that I think are best for travel, they've got the most travel companies represented. They're easy to use. They're easy to work with. Um, Commission Junction, they've got lots of stuff on there. I think our URL is on there, STA Travel is on there, they do like round the world tickets, they're really good for round the world tickets, that's why we've got them. Affiliate Window, they do uh, trusted house sitters, they've also, actually I think Affiliate Window's probably got the most out of all the companies that we've got. I think they're Hostile World as well. And Linkshare, which is also called Rakuten, spelled R-A-K-U-T-N, but I think if you put Linkshare in Google you'll probably find that and these links will be in the show notes anyway. These Three companies just represent so many different travel brands. Intrepid's on there as well, I think. G-Adventures, there's loads, there's loads on there. Yeah. So that's a really good place to get started, booking.com, yeah. But they are also the major places to start, even if you don't have a travel brand. Whichever brand you are working with, Whatever your niche is, are good. yeah, that's where you go to check. Like, if you are doing, like, you know, weight loss, blah, 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 you go to these Yeah, networks. these three are good as well. Yeah, it's for any niche out there. Whereas there's another company that we do use for a different website called ClickBank. And ClickBank is basically, it's almost all information products. I don't think I've really seen any physical products on there. So that's not much use for travel unless you're trying to sell someone else's travel book. Take a look if you want. But as we said, if you sign up for too many things, it starts to become a bit of a nightmare to manage. So keep it yeah. simple to start with. Focus on something that's really relevant. See how that goes. And then maybe start introducing some other stuff as you go along. And um, Also, Amazon is really simple. If you sign up direct with them, it's very simple. You can actually have a plugin which makes links on your website automatically Amazon links if the word happens to relate to something that's definitely on Amazon. So that's just a really quick way to do that yeah, from day one. Yeah, they've now like introduced their short links, which make it so easy to just add it into oh, the, yeah. the article. Since they've got short links, it's been so, so much easier. Thank you, Amazon! 
you can use this thing called the, I think it's called the Amazon Stripe. It goes at the top of Amazon. When you're logged into your account, you can go to any page on Amazon and you've got this control bar that lets you choose. Either you can have something that you can embed with a photo, although the photos don't work on our site properly, so we stopped doing that. Or you can just get the short link. And the short links, as you know what a short link is, are really, really easy. You just paste that in anywhere, any link on your website straight to that product. Boom! Anything, you can make anything from like a couple of hundred bucks like maybe people make about 50 bucks a month but people are making upwards of like four thousand dollars a month through amazon referrals yeah cray cray yeah you get the right thing cray going cray. i mean our amazon income has been growing steadily over the last six months and we think with the new backpacking for beginners site we're going to see a nice little boost in that so here here that's pretty good it's a nice little passive income on the side okay so speaking of amazon being like a good converting company so how do you know which companies are likely to convert well yeah I wouldn't it's funny actually I don't think Amazon necessarily converts really well unless you're selling the really high-end products we just we get a steady income because we get so many clicks because it's you know it's easy to click on something and go I wonder what this is Amazon also has a good cookie Amazon has a 24-hour cookie so we'll talk about cookies maybe a little bit later on but 24-hour cookie actually yeah, sort of sucks that's not that good that's like the worst cookie but that's with Amazon true. it's because they're such a big company we'll talk about cookies a little bit later on actually like in terms of what converts well I think I can give you a little checklist of factors that affect things as we said before sure the EPC is an indication of what may convert well but whether it will actually convert well for you You've got to really check these things off. So firstly, the quality of the product and the landing page that you're offering. Because let's face it, if you send someone to something that's not actually that good a product, whether it's relevant to them or not, they're probably not going to buy it. And, and they're going to get pissed at you yeah, for sending them somewhere pissed. shit. And if the landing page is really confusing, or for example, I've seen ones where it doesn't land on a real sales page, it just lands on a product page that has a bunch of stuff, and it's just like, okay, I'm, well, it just am I supposed lands on to their buy homepage. this? It's like, yes. they're welcome. And it's Sometimes like... it does land on the homepage, and it sort yeah. of sucks. Yeah, so, and this is good for anyone out there developing a product. Do be aware of this. Affiliates might not want to work with you if your landing page is not very good. And I have seen some very bad landing pages. So you've got two options around that. Either you can go into your affiliate network and use this thing called deep linking that allows you to link specifically to a different page on the website. Not all websites actually allow you to do that. Some of them do, some of them don't. If they have a page that you think will convert better based on your audience and based on what your article is about or your email is about, then you can do that deep linking thing. Otherwise, you're gonna be going, this product's probably a waste of time, I can test it, but... Or you can email them and say, do you yeah. have a different landing page? Or just ask them what their conversions yeah. are, like how well they convert. Maybe they convert a lot better than you thought. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they do. Uh, obviously, we mentioned before, one of the other main things is how well does this product align with your audience? Yeah, and it's going to piss your subscribers off if you send them stuff that's shit. Yeah. Um, how well you sell it to them. So if you are not writing convincing copy that's getting people to actually go, shit, this guy knows what he's talking about and this product's obviously really good. You know, it sounds simple and everyone goes, oh, of course my web page is really good and I don't know why people aren't clicking. It's like, you know, I'm sure we've got loads of pages on our site that just aren't converting that well purely because people have read them and gone, actually, yeah. I don't get what they're talking about. You know, so I think it's really important if you want to communicate what you want them to, to buy and where you want them to go and why you want them to go, uh, that you maybe get someone else to check out what you've written get an objective opinion, don't just yeah. publish it and think, yeah, sure, everyone will buy that. And it's also a bit of an art in order to frame an article where you don't come across as a, you know, a door-to-door -door salesman. 
Yeah, you don't want to sound pushy or something. You just no, wanna... there's an art to it. You've got to be really careful about how you put your articles together. And generally, you know, most articles that we do, to tell you the truth, it's like something we wanted to write about, and then we go back and go, now what can we maybe link in this? Yeah, that's one way. That's of one course, way now we're a bit more aware of affiliate marketing. We're sort of going from the beginning, going, well, this is something we use, and something we like. How can we frame the article so people will understand why we use it and why yeah. they should use it? But if you do have past articles, it's not a bad idea. I have a friend uh, who recently went through and just added in, like, booking.com. We can name people. We're being positive. <laughs> We're not shaming. She had a no. good idea. She did have a great idea. So it was uh, Tanya from Magic Travel Book. Hi, Tanya and Andrew. They went through and they updated all of their previous articles to make sure that they, anytime they mentioned a hotel or accommodation, anything like that, they had a link going to, I believe they were using booking.com or a Agoda, I can't remember one of them. So every time, because they do get reasonable traffic, every time someone comes through and goes, oh, I like that hotel, then they get a little bit of money back. And just going back through those old articles is going to improve the money that they make immensely rather than ignoring those articles ever existed. While we're talking about putting links into old articles and stuff, I think we should clear up a technical term. I guess some people will know about this, some people won't. But uh, you might have heard the term like a no-follow link or a do-follow link. Um, essentially, it tells Google that it should follow it. And if you're linking to lots and lots of affiliates, your Google ranking will go down if it's following those links, because it will go, well, this page is just a sales page for something. Yeah, they had a big problem years ago with spammers just going nuts, yeah. sending links all over the place, and it was an absolute nightmare. So the reason why they do have nofollow links now is because Google wanted to clamp down on that so that it wasn't this crazy spammy link bait yeah, shenanigans um, going on. Google is an entity unto itself. So who knows all the, the details, but it does mean that if you don't put these nofollow links on your affiliate links, your page might not rank very well for SEO. And that's bad, because obviously you want it to rank well for SEO if you want people to come on your site, learn about what you're talking about, and actually go and click on these links and buy stuff. So you can get a plugin that will actually make every single link that's an external link on your site nofollow. Just search for that, like nofollow plugins. When you go into your plugins page in WordPress, there's a lot of different ones. Some of them work better than others don't work as well. What you can also get is manual one, that's what we have, so that actually lets you choose what you want to make nofollow links. Because sometimes you've got companies you work with who have been like, well, we've given you some free stuff and we want a do follow link. You don't have to give them do follow links, but some companies that's are like, come nice on, throw us do. some link juice. So then you yeah. make a choice rather than setting every single thing on your website to nofollow. The one that we actually use is called title and nofollow for links. Very exciting name. I'm sure that was a name that they set up to SEO yeah. purposes or something. Oh, probably. Yeah, that would make sense. But there's uh, quite a few out there to choose from. Some play better with other plugins. Yeah, one of them actually stopped us being able to put any links in our site at yeah. all. Yeah, so it depends on yeah, what plugins you have and who decides to play well together. But just give them a go and see how it works on your blog. Okay, let's talk about actual money yeah. rather than just the foundations of stuff. Yeah, so... Because you don't know what clicks are going through, you don't know what's going on, so how do you know you're actually going to get paid? Well, you can track, and all of, the, uh, all of the systems, all of these affiliate networks, they will tell you exactly how many clicks you've had on your links. The one problem can be if you're using the same link in multiple places, you don't necessarily know which one is performing better than the other. There are ways to change this. For a start, you could use a short link for each one, like a different short link for each campaign. Or you could use the Google tool that lets that hooks up with your analytics. You set up a campaign with that, and then you can actually set like this one link will have a little tag on it that says this is from the sidebar, 
this one is from an email, this one is inside a book. So there are definitely ways to track it. And what happens is when people click those links, it puts a cookie in their browser. So that tells the computer that this person has been to that website. Cookie. Cookies, everyone likes cookies, especially cookies that make you money. Those are the tastiest of all cookies. Have I told everyone on the podcast about the cookie monster guy who used to work on cruise ships with me? <laughs> Just completely off topic because we said cookies. <laughs> I used to work on cruise ships and around about three, four o'clock in the afternoon, they used to bring around warm milk and cookies for all of the guests on board. But there was this one guy who worked in the piazza. <laughs> you could hear him. You know, like you, you walk in towards the piazza area and you just hear, cookie, 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 monster. And then he'd go up, he'd be like, cookie, 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 monster. <laughs> I used to wet myself laughing. That's a very different guy from what I'm talking about. Random people you meet when you travel. Anyway, sorry, there's Story Corner for the day. <laughs> Today's Story Corner is about, about cookies. Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster Cookie Man. <laughs> sorry, back to uh, affiliate cookies. So I think I mentioned this right at the top of the episode how if someone goes to say World Nomads and then they come to our site like two days later and click on our link, we're probably not going to get paid. The technical side of this eludes me slightly, but this is my understanding that their cookie, if you've come from Google, it basically it puts it into their system that that person arrived from Google. So if they then go on your site and use the link, it'll still say, well, that person came from Google. And until that cookie ends, and it's like a 30-day cookie with some companies, 60 to 90 days with other companies, or with Amazon, it's 24 hours. So if they buy something within 24 hours, then you get a commission. If it's 26 hours later, then it goes back to Amazon. It's, yeah, it's one of those things. So your cookie doesn't necessarily replace the cookie that belongs to the company. So how do you know you'll actually, actually get paid? Well, we found that you don't, you don't. You don't definitely, definitely know that you're going to get paid when people click on links. It's a minefield. It's all part of the game. There are ways to improve whether it's going to happen. So for example, what we we're saying before is you really want to get people to click. Like when they see your article, you want to get them to click that thing, urgency, take action now, like you must click yeah, this today. Yeah, you don't want them to open up a new window either yeah, and, and then just Google it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If they go off and Google it separately, you're not going to so get So make it, make it easy for them to know that it's like, you want to find out more information about this, click here. And people know what hyperlinks are. Like if people know if it's in blue, then it's an actionable link. But you need to give that call to action. Yeah, say click this now. That's a good enough start. Yeah. You know, and we have started testing because we've heard from a lot of people this works. We actually are very transparent and say maybe next to the link, this is a this is an affiliate link. If you want to help support this site and keep us producing information and support us, then you've got to click it. Well, that's a whole other thing because you do have to have a disclaimer on every single page that you have any sort of affiliate or sponsored links on. So just, it's, it's really simple. You're just like, just to let you know, this page contains affiliate links from which I will make a small commission from. You know, thanks for, we really appreciate you supporting our blog and this is what's gonna keep us going. All opinions remain our own. This is true, legally you have to have, or you're supposed to have this disclaimer at the bottom of your website, but obviously how many people read to the bottom and read your disclaimer? It's there for legal purposes. But what I'm talking about is actually writing next to the affiliate link, and this is something I'm doing in some of the emails now, I'm trying this out and actually putting it there and saying, you need to click on this now because if you go and search this on Google, we will not get an affiliate payout. You have to do it now. Or you can have stuff like, you know, if, this, if the link is offering a discount, you have to write next to it, you need to use this link to get the discount. 
Because otherwise people will go, oh, I'll look up that in 10 days, rather than going, oh, I have to go back to their page to click the link or I won't get my discount. So it's stuff it's like, like that. urgency, urgency, yeah. call to action. It's, you know, it's all those important things about any sort of sales, really. Yeah. So as we said, will you really get paid? Yes. Eventually you will really get paid. But uh, yes, how do you get paid? Like yeah, how, physically, how are you getting paid? How do we get the money into our bank account? Yes, well... So I can buy the vine. There's a threshold on a lot of these sites and it's a little bit frustrating and that's another reason why you should stick with just a few core sites that you work with. If you spread yourself too thin, you're getting a little bit of money here and there, you might never meet the threshold or it might take months and months. Some of these networks charge you a small fee every month on your balance. So if you've got zero balance, it doesn't matter. But if you've got like 50 bucks, then you might be losing $10 a month through fees. It depends on the site. But then you find out that your balance has gone back to zero after your hard work. With a, you, know, you did a short campaign. That article did quite well. It made you 50 bucks. Your next article didn't do as well. And then you look back in and you're losing money and then eventually you never get paid the money. Obviously, once you're doing a lot better and you're getting lots and lots of traffic and lots of really successful campaigns in a row, then you're easily gonna get paid out. Yeah. So when you do get to that point and you wanna get money out, obviously, if you're based in the US, that makes it really easy because a lot of these companies are based in the US. You got a bank account for the US, you just go, here's my bank details, and they pay you. Bada boom. That's nice and simple. We're not based in the US. We don't have a US address and we don't have a proper US bank account. So we've had to find an alternative solution and we're actually using Payoneer now, which is just an online bank for foreigners, basically. It's, it's really that simple. And you can just have your money transferred direct from Amazon. Whereas before we had to earn at least $100 on Amazon before we get sent any money. And it would be sent by check, which would take weeks to arrive. It would go to my parents' address. They would have to go and pay it in for me. I would get charged massive fees. I was getting charged like 15 or 20% on the price because it was a check in US dollars going into an English UK pounds account. It was ridiculous. So with Payoneer, I can now get paid on a minimum of $10. We always make a lot more than that every month anyway, but it means that I'm guaranteed to get a payout every single month. It's steady income coming in. So that's really, really handy. And it goes straight into that account. And then I can access it online and send it anywhere, which be our bank accounts in Australia. Or I've even got a debit card that came with the account and I can go and withdraw money straight from a bank account in any country. And it's pretty simple. And you can go and join up to that as well. If you use our link, travelfreedompodcast.com slash pay, then you will actually get $25 of free cash paid into your account as soon as you deposit your first $100. Well, hey. See what I mean about urgency and using people's links? Yes. <laughs> if you go straight to the Payoneer website, you will get $0 for free. If you use our link, you will get $25 for free as soon as you put money in there. What is the link? It is, once again, travelfreedompodcast.com slash pay. Too easy. I've made it easy because Payoneer is a really weird word, so I've just put pay, and that will take you straight there. Sign up. And uh, don't forget, also, if you are using companies like Amazon, you have to apply for a U.S. tax number. Search Google for that information. We'll put a link on the show notes. Yeah, you've got to go through like a... Oh, you've got to phone them, yeah, and you've got to talk about who you are. Make and sure you say the right thing at the right time, and it's... Yeah, make sure you read all the information before just giving them a call. Apparently, it's got a little bit easier in the last two years since we did it, but uh, it's still a bit of a pain in the butt. So, do you have any more questions for me? Why, I do. Ooh, one more question. We have one final question for you today. So, what would you say to someone who's put time into setting up affiliates but has made but all money? Zero. Nothing. I would say the first few months we were on Amazon, I think, we made like zero the first couple of months and then we made like $1.20. It took ages. 
years? I think it took us about eight months to start seeing a regular actual payout amount. So, you know, to be over that sort of $10 threshold. And obviously, because we were getting paid by check back then, we had to wait months before yeah. we got our first payout. And it was sort of annoying. And you think, shit, this is never going to work. And then you have some articles that are really well SEO'd and have a lot of affiliate links in them. And you keep putting affiliate links in every single article that you do. And you start going, shit, now I'm making $100 every month. Yeah, because you've got to wait. you got to wait for the SEO to kick in as well. Yeah. And so that can take a couple of months before your SEO articles start ranking. And then people start clicking. And then you're going to start seeing that in turn in your Amazon sales or whatever sales, whatever it is that you happen to be selling. But this is the first thing. So like, yeah, if you're making zero money for the first six months, don't think that you've failed. However, it might be important that you do go back and check what you've done and be really objective, or as I mentioned earlier, get someone else to look at it and go, is there a reason this isn't converting? You know, you've got to look at it. You can look at your Amazon stats, for example, or any stats and go, are people clicking and not buying or are people just not clicking at all? Yeah. That's really important. Make sure important. the links work as well. Yeah, maybe we, they're not counting. We recently had an article that we noticed was doing exceptionally well and we went back to check out the article and we noticed that all of the images from Amazon were not working anymore. So the article actually looked like shit, but for some reason people were still landing on this page. So I had to go through it and make sure all the images were pretty so that people would actually be enticed to click and, and buy stuff. But yeah, make sure you go back and double check on these things and make sure they're still pretty and make sure the links still work. And yeah, because that can be one of the reasons why nobody's clicking. Yep. So are people clicking? That's the most important thing you need to check first. If you're getting a thousand clicks and you're making zero sales, then you've got to start looking at the other stuff I was talking about earlier, like is the thing it's being sent to something that people actually want to buy? Have you sold it well enough in your article? These are all really important things, but I'd say the most important step here, once again, is if you're making zero money, don't give up. Because we've had so many sites with zero money and then three to six months later, we suddenly start seeing money coming in. So just keep going with it. Sometimes it just takes time. Sometimes it takes a bit of extra hard work, a bit of fine tuning. And, you know, is this content going out in your email list? Are you getting it the maximum amount of promotion? Are you promoting it to other websites? Are you getting it regularly on social media? Is that content doing well? And are people leaving comments on it? Are people emailing you and go, thanks for the article? Or is it something that people have looked at and gone, actually, that's not much use to me? You know, try and get this feedback. It's not necessarily easy to get. You might have to try and just yeah, ask people that you trust to give you proper feedback. Go onto some forums, post it on forums. There are Facebook groups where you can just post stuff up and go, guys, I need advice on this. I'm on the digital marketer one, but that's a private group you've got to pay for. Business of blogging, they will probably give you some feedback on there. Yeah, we travel, we blog, and also Travel Bloggers Network are some great Facebook groups. All right, so that's it for our affiliate chat Wonderful. today. Well, thank you so much, Tom O.J. Williams, yes. for coming on the show. Now, if... Uh, listeners out there were wanting to find you online. What are some of the best places where they can uh, track you down? I would suggest they come back next week and listen to the next episode of the Travel Freedom Podcast. Oh, what's it going to be? Do we know? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a note somewhere. <laughs> I can find out for you if I look on my notes. On but... the notes. What travel destination are we going to next? I'm well, so excited. Uh, yes, because next Monday is Travel Mondays. And... Oh, I think we're going to the Philippines next Monday. Oh, because so it's Mascara Festival time. Mascara Festival is coming up in October, and we wanted to talk about our experience there, not just because Mascara Festival is awesome, but also because it was the first time we ever stayed with Airbnb. 
and we're going to be doing a complete rundown next week on Airbnb. So anyone who hasn't got a lot of experience using it, we did have someone email us. I'm not going to say the name because I might get it wrong, but I will double check for next week. And they asked us if we could do a special on all of the like the real nitty gritty stuff with Airbnb, not just the you sign up for a room and you can go stay there because that's the obvious part, right? But there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more ways to like knowing which Airbnb is the best one to go with, how to find better ones, blah, 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 blah. That's next week's episode. Woohoo, can't wait. There'll be less blahs next week because I'll be more prepared to answer the actual specific questions. But still, yes, Mascara Festival and Airbnb. Mascara Festival is such a cool festival. Amazing. One of my favorite festivals I've ever been to. The Filipinos know how to party. Yes. And the Philippines is a really awesome country. I can't wait to go back. My mom and stepdad are going there in two weeks. Lucky them. We'll have to interview them and be like, what's it like at the moment? Did you eat lechon? Mmm, lechon. We'll talk about lechon next week. Let's stop giving everything away. Okay, next week. We'll see you guys there. So, it's the end of the show. You know what time it is. Travel homework time. Travel homework time. It's travel homework. Well, it is time to either join some affiliate networks or tone up your current affiliate options. You need to get out there, join some more programs. You need to make sure those programs are really obvious and clickable on whichever pages are relevant to them. Maybe even think about writing a specific review if it's a product you've used yourself. Write a review of that product, put the affiliate links in your page. And don't neglect your old posts either. Go no. back and think how you can optimize them to include affiliate links in those and start making some money. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Travel Freedom Podcast. Show notes and resources for this episode are waiting for you at TravelFreedomPodcast.com. Join us again every Monday to learn how to supercharge your online income and travel like a prince on a pauper's budget. We are waiting for your comments and feedback, so tweet us at MyTravelFreedom. Or email info at TravelFreedomPodcast.com. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. Catch us again every Monday on the Travel Freedom Podcast. Bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.